0: We are I. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of We Are I. We're sitting down here with a fellow industry professional, Caesar Best. Um, he owns Bodyworks Pro. That's his company. Uh, Bodyworks Pro. You can find them at Snap Fitness. Um, you know, Caesar's a great guy, full of life, full of energy, and you guys are going to understand that. Now, uh, I know everybody who knows Caesar knows what he's all about. I know Caesar based on social media, and we have a lot of mutual friends as well. And um, I just kind of have a feeling we're going to get uh, pretty energized, you know, through these conversations a few times and stuff. So welcome to the podcast, Caesar. Oh, thank you very much, Brian. So excited to be here. So again, I show these people some truth that hasn't been out there. We're going to talk the drip truth. Well, you know, it, it, it comes out, I think, one of those perspectives is, you know, people always, you know, come to us like for you know advice and you know seeking things out that they see on the internet or you know things that they've heard from other people so I'm sure that you get some some pretty wild stories in your day. Oh too. my gosh
1: yeah well, it with the personal training right because somebody wants to get in shape right but there's so much information especially on the internet and they go on the internet but the thing the internet it can give you some information but it may not be the right information for you because with a personal trainer I mean the good personal trainers like us Right? We ask the question, what's your struggle, what are you doing, okay? On the Google, the Google doesn't know that, doesn't know your struggle, doesn't know how many hours per day are you getting. So it's a general idea. So that's why with a good personal trainer, I, like in my clients, I feel that they are actually getting the true value. Or I, I have some clients, they come to me and I was like, okay, what have you done? And I was like, oh, I had this Google this Google program. And then when I explain them the program specific for their needs and wants, they are like, oh
0: my gosh, I was missing so much. You know, and that's the one thing that I find with, you know, good old Dr. Google. I, you know, I use it all the time too, you know, but, you know, Google tells you who you should be, doesn't help you understand who you are. Exactly. I agree. You know, like if there was some kind of, you know, and, you know, Google probably is working on it too, where they can understand exactly like who you are, but, you know, when we see all these, you know, like these hashtags and these hot topics you know and i'm sure they frustrate the hell out of you like they do to me too but then people latch on because it seems like they want to identify with those things because that's like who they are and i know like a big thing right now that we can all talk about is you know being on the ketogenic diet oh my gosh yes you know, like a lot of people achieve like great success you know, on the ketogenic diet, you know, like, you know, I have clients who are on the keto diet, you know, like you probably do too. I have you tried, know, it. I've tried it, yeah. Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, it makes you feel like if you're not on a ketogenic diet, you're doing something wrong. I agree. And that's the problem with the internet, you know, and all the information out there. Yeah,
1: but see, like, I, I, I think with any diet, especially with the keto, like I've tried it and I recommend it to a lot of people. But again, it's not for everyone. But what I found with keto is that it works really well for works really well for people with a larger structure. Mm-hmm. and they and that they're trying to lose a big amount of weight. Yeah. That that's what I found. I will never ever recommend keto to somebody that's underweight and they're trying to increase muscle mass cuz I mean at the end you know you increase the muscle from the protein, right? High protein combined with the right fats and the right carbs. And keto is based on high fat and kind of medium protein, a very
0: low carb. So, yeah. Yeah, you know and and again like it's it's having people who that people can turn to that have actually done some research to understand things like that versus, you know, people going on there, okay, well, I need to download this keto app, you know, I need to start increasing yeah. my fat intake and, <laughs> you know, and even breaking down like the difference between, you know, when, when I know the the gold standard right now, how people think like, okay, well, I'm going to hop on the keto diet because I just want to eat bacon all day again. Yeah. You know, everybody tells me I can't eat bacon, so it's going to be bacon and cheese. And it's like, well, Yes and no. You know like there's a good way to be in ketosis and a bad way to be in ketosis. Although like yeah, you might pee on a strip or test your yeah. blood and it tells you that you're in ketosis, but you know like we still got to understand the food that we're eating. Yeah, too, like you right? can
1: you can be in ketosis but you get all this processed food like the like the combination of bacon and the high cheese. Well, that's the thing is and the thing with the the reason why people get on keto is for one major reason, to lose weight yeah. and feel good. But what they don't know or they don't understand Either they don't have information or they have the wrong information is that even if you're on keto and you want to lose weight, if you are not in a a, a caloric deficit, you will not lose weight. Because you can eat the keto, you can eat the keto foods, but if you overeat, you'll never ever lose weight. And that thing applies to every single diet or food eating style.
0: Yeah, do you, you agree? Know, do you agree with that? Yeah, you know, like, you know, fundamentally, like losing weight, like, you know, like you said, we always have to eat in some kind of calorie deficit based on your activity yeah. level that you're currently doing or you need to increase your 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 activity level. But, you know, like that's always the, the hardest part for most people is because it's so easy to overeat your calories and yeah. it's so hard for people typically to work out or, you know, to want to do any extra physical activity. And, you know, we're always... You know, coach down the lines, you know, no matter what diet you're on, the, you know, seven minute abs, 10 minutes of cardio, you know, like 10 pounds in a week, uh, you know, straight muscle gain. You're know, like, come on, bro, two deadlifts and you're 20 pounds heavier, you know, like lose 10 inches around your waist in the next two weeks. And it's, you know, the internet can be such a great tool, but again, anybody can publish anything on it. And it's all those clickbaity articles that, you know, people want to write where, you know, look, get in that dress in the next seven days, yeah. you know, like, where's the truth and where's the accountability but here's
1: it? the thing with the google yeah it's a lot of information but the thing there there are not rules you can post anything on the google yeah. anyone can make an article about something and there is no there's not like the police gonna check it or somebody and that and that's why i really think that people i first and first i think they are not educated i think first they don't have the information that that that's that's why they're, they're with that with that thing and then second is, is the wrong information but first, I really think, I mean, because who educate? Like, who educate the kids? Who, you don't get any education, kindergarten, school, college, university, and all that stuff about how you should eat or
0: how, how you should uh, structure your lifestyle specifically for your needs and wants. You know, and it, it is such a great point where there's not, like, I think the three things that we should really, you know, be teaching our children in school is, for one, food connection, you know, with food scarcity being such, like, a huge issue and just overall personal health and wellness. Finances and an understanding of like general religious studies, and I don't say because yeah. I'm not religious myself, but like these are just topics that people are going to be faced with all the time. Ne- neither they have I to do with so. like your health and wellness, you know. So we should just have an understanding of it, but we don't we don't educate our children on really, really high profile topics that they're going to be challenged with every day for the rest of their life. You know, health and nutrition should be our utmost priority of I what agree. we're teaching our children, and like you said. We don't really. There might be kilometer club, or you know, bring your favorite vegetable to yeah. you know school, or you know, please don't bri- or put juice boxes in your kids' lunch box But <laughs> you know, like why don't they have nutritionists going to school just to talk about it at a, a youth-friendly level I of like what that means? Yeah, like
1: uh, have a system or something, right? Instead of thinking, oh yeah, don't bring a cookie, replace it with a protein bar. I mean that's a good uh, idea. Like replace the cooker, ki- cookie with a protein bar. But that's kind of, that's it. Where where is, that's like 3%. Yeah. (laughs) What about the other 97?
0: Yeah. And then the problem with that is, you know, even when you look at, you know, most people when they go to buy a protein bar, they don't realize that there's buying like a chocolate bar for the most part anyway, because anybody can put out any kind of bar and you don't really know how many people are going to read the label and how many good ones are out there and all the good ones people don't want to eat because they're not covered in chocolate and they're not drenched in honey and all this kind of stuff. Right. I agree.
1: Or like the thing is like. So, when you are on night, you are not allowed to eat a cookie. Or, or, like, people think that a cookie is gonna make you fat. That, 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 that's so wrong. That, that's so incomplete. yeah That the cookie is gonna make you fat. Well, a cookie has, let's say, around 200 calories. I guarantee if you don't eat anything in a day, and if you only eat a cookie, you won't get any weight. You'll be totally underweight in the long term if you only eat one cookie. But the problem is, you eat a regular food or you eat a certain amount of food and then you add a cookie or two or three. So again, it is that overeating and it comes to the
0: calories. You know, and then it's the glass of wine, it's the oh my beer, gosh, yeah. you know, like all this kind of stuff where, you know, people want it all. You know, and that I deal a lot with that every day and I'm sure that you do too. Where, you know, if people, I tell people too, I say, okay, well, it's not everything in moderation. It's yeah. that you just have to choose what you really want. Exactly. I love chocolate covered MMs. I hate myself for it, but I love them. You know, I talk to people about it all the time. But I that's all the only thing that I have though. Like where I don't, you know, I rarely ever drink, you know, like I don't smoke, like I don't do drugs. And if I want something, you know, I'm going to either dark chocolate or chocolate covered MMs. But I don't have this, okay, I'm gonna sneak over to Krispy Kreme Donuts, okay, I'm gonna go to Tim Hortons. you know, I'm gonna, you know, eat this pizza. Like, I don't have that, so yeah. I can get away with eating that. You Know where, but I think people when they want to have like the cookie, but how if, if one of your clients told you that you had they ate one cookie, would you believe them it was, it was one? Uh,
1: that's the tricky if maybe if I had them for like long term and I know that they and I've seen results, I would trust them. But with somebody new, because I ask them, okay, because usually people come to me because they want to lose weight, and I ask them what caused the weight gain in your case, well, let's say eating bad food and not being active. So, usually with if somebody is new, I wouldn't trust them that they. That they so was like even
0: like when people. Because I because I, know, cause I cool. know
1: when I had the trainer and I was trying to lose weight, I was like, oh my gosh, because I was eating all the bad food. I was yeah. like, I don't only have one cookie, I have like ten.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean too, because you know it's like, or you know, if you got the ice cream and it's like, okay, well, I got the ice cream, but did you tell them it was like two scoop ice cream? you yeah, know right. what I mean. It's like all of those little things, right? But, exactly. I um, mean, I always tell people when it comes to losing weight too that. You know, if you just look at it from like a real, you know, like outside perspective that if it took you 10 years to get to this point, would it be equally as justifiable for you to take 10 years to reverse all that? You know, it's again, like, you know, forcing people to think a little bit more long term where it's like, well, it's not going to take 10 years, you know, but if you got into this rabbit hole and it took this time, would it be equally as justifiable? Would you stick with it for that long? You know, because once you do lose that weight, no matter what that weight is, you still need to live like this for the rest of your life yeah. because people always just look at this, especially when it comes to diet, as this temporary, I'm only going to do this right now. I'm going to get off this as soon as I lose this weight. I can't wait to be done this. Yeah. I can't wait to cheat on this. But it's all just that short-term polluted thinking.
1: And I agree, and that's the problem with the extreme diets, right? I mean, you, I, I know some people that they can follow it, but that's a very small percentage. And because at, at, at the end, people... They want to feel good right they don't want to feel that they are restricted to something so that's why like I, at the end I'm, I'm trying to find something for my clients that is sustainable i mean why why only only veggies or only that like if you if you crave carbs if you like carbs let's find the right the right, the right version of that instead of just eliminate and you go going and then when you see it on the tv or something you get like that trigger oh my god i want i have that crazy craving i mean yeah sometimes you have to be strict right only in the extreme caves. maybe if you eat a bread that causes crazy inflammation right or you are very sensitive so yeah you have to stay away from that but again you have to look why are you, why you're sensitive what caused that
0: yeah you know like and people can be carb tolerant or carb intolerant i but...
1: like with me dairy and and uh, and flour cause me inflammation it makes me tired it makes me bloated yeah. so i
0: try to stay away from it how many people do you come across in your day you know where they can directly associate you know like that feeling of fatigue fogginess and like that lack of clarity that that has everything to do with their diet i i find that to be an interesting part of my day when people like well i woke up today and i felt a little groggy i didn't sleep that well and i'm like what'd you eat last night you know and they're like I you know say pizza for example and i'm like well yeah of course you're not gonna sleep good if you ate pizza you know but it's hard for people to be able to bridge those gaps yeah i
1: agree yeah I've, i've had i have a lot of people that come to me like that and I'm like that, and but you, you are right. The, the food is a big one. I think the combination there are two major things: is your thoughts, right? Because let's say if you think negatively, if you don't think, if or if you over, if you overthink, then that's affect right your mood. But then again, if you combine the negative thinking with a bad food or the junk food, it's a deadly combination. So yeah,
0: which like all the junk food helps, you know, propagate that that negative thinking, yeah. puts you in that downward spiral, and. You know, I was listening to, um, you know, this research study a while ago and they were talking just about like, you know, simple processed carbohydrates, sugars and alcohol and all that kind of stuff. And the one thing that really stuck out to me with alcohol and, you know, I know, you know, some people will probably fact check this and tell me that I'm wrong. But um, <laughs> I remember the article, I think, stating that, you know, when you consume alcohol, if you have one drink a day, no matter if that's a glass of wine, one shot of hard alcohol or a beer you will be about 20% more depressed every single day by just consuming that alcohol because of the base amount of sugar that you're pumping into your system, really? and that's excluding everything else.
1: Never heard of that.
0: Yeah, one thing they were saying about um, like drinking now is that when you have a hangover, it's not necessarily being dehydrated. It's your body going through withdrawal symptoms. That's how highly addictive alcohol is. Like oh, yeah, it makes sense. It totally research, makes right?
1: sense. It makes sense.
0: But if I... I was telling people. I'm like, okay, well, if you're a daily drinker or like, you know, if you're having like a drink, say like five, maybe six days after work or days a week after work, but if I gave you something, I'm like, I want you to like, you know, Caesar, take this, take it every day. It's going to make you 20% more depressed, even if it makes you 10% more depressed. Would you ever take that? Nobody would. No. But what everybody wants to do to even be able to as, like... Even though as crazy as I am, I would do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, like nobody would. But at the end of the day, what's the first thing people go to? They're saying, "I can't wait to get home and have a drink." Yeah. So, so you can't wait to get home and make yourself more depressed, yeah, and so- then you know you're probably gonna snack on a few chips while you have that glass of wine, and then you know there's the you know you know GI inflammation there, you know, and then you know you're doing nothing to be able to get a you know healthy gut biome, you know, going, you know, they just eat all this bad food, and the cycle just keeps on going, going, and people wonder why. Well, when I go to work, why am I not happy? Well, I don't like my job. That must be the reason. So then I switch jobs. Okay. Well, oh, I'm all fired up because I switched jobs and it's this new environment. But as six months goes by, a while, I'm unhappy again.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: but nobody really thinks like, okay, well, you know, like this nutrition thing plays a huge role in our lives, no. but nobody wants to look at it. Yeah, like, cause like you are what you eat, dude. Like you are on a day, on a day you eat like two,
1: three, four times a day. Right? Depends on your style and diet. So I, I agree. Like, why don't you just
0: look what, what, what's wrong? I know. I I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, and, you know, it's something that I've I've talked about with, you know, lots of people before, too, that, you know, people used to consume alcohol, you know, like, you know, like... the Okay, excuse me. Let's
1: go go back to the topic. Let's say that somebody comes after work and they want to drink the wine and have the chips. So that's a problem, right? How, How would you solve that? What would you tell them?
0: See, and, you know, this is the frustrating part for me. Like, the one thing I tell people, okay, well... If you know that, so kind of like what I was just about to say, I'll, I'll tie it in all together is that, you know, we used to consume alcohol-related products because it was the only way that we could have pure water. You know, like water was stagnant, it was full of bacteria, and people got sick from drinking water, so they started fermenting products to be able to drink so that people could get hydrated hundreds of years ago or thousands of years never ago when it started. That. Yeah, so like that's where alcohol kind of started. Like that was hmm. the, the core value behind it. But now we don't need that. Yeah. So then when people come home and, you know, then it's like, okay, well – the tough part that I find with having to be able to bridge that gap is for one that you know people just don't want to you know believe things that like alcohol can actually play just a modern amount of alcohol can actually play that big of a role in your mental health, but for two you also have healthcare professionals telling you it's totally fine to drink a glass of wine every day, and if anything it's actually beneficial you know to be able to drink that that glass of wine every day. I
1: mean, but I, I think
0: I think, I think I, I actually know some people that they have a glass of wine, but they're okay. But compared to what? So they might be okay compared to what they seem to be okay because they might have their shit together, 100%. Yeah. But how much better would it be if they didn't? Or how much but, better... But but
1: do you? But what, what? let's say what if you have a, a glass of wine two times a week, two times a week on a weekend.
0: Well, and yeah, and we're only talking about, um, you know, like regular daily drinking, okay. right? You know, where there's that base level of inflammation that's there and you keep feeding that base layer of like inflammation, you know, and just having that constant, you know, like alcohol intake. um. You know, but again, you're like kind of like the point behind it is if if people, if healthcare professionals and like you know industry leaders are going to say it's you actually should be drinking a glass of wine every day, you know, to increase your overall benefit, and like you can you can be healthier by doing this. Why not tell them you to sell it? <laughs> you know, if you want to talk about like you know people being healthier, like it would be way better for Do that you person drink? to eat. a Do salad. Do you drink? Very rarely. Me, I don't drink, man. Like I think in the last year, I've probably had four drinks. Really? I just. Because once I started looking at all these things, I started tying them all together because, you know, I wake up at 3.30 in the morning to work out, 4.15, I'm in the gym Anything? working out. And, um, well, and I just look at it. Yeah, you know, and it's just the whole point is, you know, whether no matter what the time frame is, just you know, like well, I wake up early. Yeah. I wake up early because I value working out. Is that because you want or because you have to? So- um, a little bit of both. Okay, I would yeah, say yeah, more want. Me. Yeah, a little bit more want to because I, I want that time. I want it to be, you know, personal to me. But if I do something that's going to take that away, what is ever the point of waking up early to do it?
1: Right.
0: You know, so or like, you know, say for you know, example, I know we were talking about before. You know, it's pretty regular part of my day. You know, you know, I lifted weights this morning. You know, I played squash, and I'm gonna go snowshoeing in the backcountry. Well, all of those things on their own are so much more of a priority to me than drinking. Got it. So like, if drinking to me, it only takes away from my body and takes the tools away from my body to be able to do all the things that I love so you
1: so you feel that you by drinking yeah. is it going to affect the things that you like to do and you won't
0: be able to do the things that you like to do absolutely at the level
1: that you want to do it. yeah Got
0: because me. like if, if I go from a 99 to a 98 yeah and somebody exposes that it pisses me off it yeah, you was know, so like the you guy don't have to
1: think yeah anything
0: like to the it. guy that I play squash with and stuff like he he's an amazing squash player and schools me almost all the time but you know I'm always within two or three points of being you know, on, but if he beats me in a game, like consistently if we play five, six games and he's always beat me by four or five points, yeah. I know he only usually beats me by two or three points. Got so it. I'm like, I did something to be able to take that edge away in that bugs Got me. it. Got you it. know, or it's like, if I wake up in the morning and I'm not razor sharp, I'm like, what did I do the day before that I'm not razor sharp today? Got it. You know what Because
1: so- the, the same thing like with with alcohol, like I just cannot drink. I don't drink because I don't like it. Every, like if I have a sip, just like a sip of wine, or of beer, or like a shot of tequila, or something like that, dude. I, I instantly get headaches. Yeah. And I, and I, like my heart rate goes up. It's, yeah. So you like, have an alcohol
0: sensitivity. Then. Like
1: totally, man. Like people ask me, oh, why don't you why don't you drink? Do because you're unhealthy, fitness, all this stuff. That's definitely not the case. I just
0: I don't drink. I don't do things
1: that doesn't serve me.
0: Yeah. Why Why would you do that? see and then you know a lot of people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like well of course these guys are a couple of trainers sitting yeah, around yeah, sure. you guys and it's just like but why does that have to be the excuse yeah you know like for me whether or not i was a trainer or not in an environment like i i now just want to make a choice like the same thing that you've done is i just want to be healthy and always be working at your highest level of performance because it's not working out to me anymore it's the human optimization side of it that yeah. i'm really interested in like you know, thinking clearly, making good decisions, that's what I'm you know, about going through well. the day.
1: That, you know, exactly, but uh, let's finish this topic with alcohol. So if yeah. you don't drink alcohol because you don't like it. Same with me. What What do you think if somebody has one, just one
0: drink on Saturday night? Do you think that's gonna affect them or no? On long I think I think each each in their own, and I don't think like you know one drink. I don't even think a couple of drinks a week really affects you. I think what affects it is that typically if people are regular drinkers, they're doing a lot of other things that are going to exacerbate the problems from drinking. So, you know, if they're like, you know, the drinking, like we talked about simply, if you're, if you're going to have a glass of wine, you know, there might be some some chips in the cupboard that yeah, you're going to okay. eat while you're making And dinner. maybe some like,
1: smokes and then maybe a burger. Yeah, there's yeah. all those
0: little things, you know, and a good point behind that, which also comes into like, you know, studies and drinking too, is, you know, like the whole red meat getting a bad rap, where it's like. What well, do you think about that? Well, and this is my point. Like, I think the whole thing is bullshit because they don't, they don't, the studies were never studying people say like myself, you know, where I eat lots of red meat and And there's not a person on this planet is going to tell me that I'm unhealthy, but the people that they were studying typically smoked, Hmm. typically drank, typically consumed bread or, you know, like, you know, potatoes or, you know, like, like simple carbohydrates with that. And they are typically sedentary. Yeah, I, of course, that person is going to be unhealthy, and it is ridiculous to be you, able to say. Why do you say, think they
1: study only those people?
0: It's just the people that, that were the big part. If you look at the studies, and if you look at some of like the external factors that they were not taking high functioning athletes. So if mm. you really want to, that yeah, because like,
1: I know most of the athletes they eat meat, eat meat, and, and they're like, all are champions. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> if you look and at they like. Train six
1: days six hours a day, that's yeah. high intensity.
0: And like <laughs> real, real champions and athletes are eating organ meat, you yeah. know, because that's where like the highest, you know, like nutritional values in all the organs. So if there's something wrong with meat, for one, we'd all be dead because, wow. you know, everybody at some point in time, it, like in our 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 evolutionary history, it was eating meat, you know, but when you really look at it from the point of view that, you know, if red meat was that bad and red meat was that bad alone, We'd have a lot more health concerns, but if we understand that these health concerns are coming from these other foods, but not the meat, yeah. I guess just getting the bad rap. Yeah, like yeah, I guess I think it's just like it's just so incomplete
1: yeah. to say that a red meat would affect you. Yeah, I mean, why? Because like I know the benefit. like there's so much quality nutrients, right? Yeah, in 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 the in the red meat, and I think like people should say okay, because let's say okay, I cannot have red meat. Yeah. then why why because you have a certain sensitivity and then you have to dig deeper what caused the sensitivity when
0: right you know but even like some of these things were you know and obviously like there's you know vast you know, a lot more science behind it but when they're talking there's a, a study done um, that got highly criticized I can't remember which one I should have pulled it up before we started this but um, they were talking about like red meat and the correlation with type 2 diabetes so, and but there was people who entered the studies With type two diabetes, and there's people in the studies who had precursors for type two diabetes. Why were they ever in those studies, and how they heavily affected the results? Well, of course, you then can draw a conclusion that red meat might give you, you know, diabetes, or it has a a portion to do with it because of the fact that these these people were entered in the study in the first place. But again, it's not taking clean pools of people to be able to, you know, draw solid information from because when they were doing a lot of these studies how many people you know like you and I would volunteer for it or how many people like that actually exist out there they're starting to do more of those studies now but it. it's gonna be a decade by the time that research gets published
1: yeah cause like if you take an athlete right like an athlete or just a regular person that it has a pretty active lifestyle like they aid me the athlete eats me the regular person eats me and they're fine yeah well of course they're fine because they take care of their thoughts of of, of of their body right of what they, what they do on a daily basis I really think that we are the outcome of,
0: of our of our daily basis actions yeah right and you know like I I try to tell people and I think it is absolutely critical that we all really start to connect with the understanding that anything that you can directly harvest from this planet is not going to be bad for you, yeah. you know, like, if there's if there's a, a goat walking around, in a meadow, and you know, you take that thing down. You do, you eat some goat meat, or eat, it's a cow, or you know, you some bananas off a tree. Yeah. Like our planet has produced that, it's not going to be bad. The ironic thing is, you know, like all of these people that also think that red meat is bad. It's like, well, when you're pouring the milk and your Lucky Charms in the morning, but you don't think that that's bad. Yeah. You know, like it's just, it's just this mindset that I can't explain. I don't know if people can not explain, it, but it all comes back to how these foods have been marketed I to agree. us, right?
1: I agree. But see and, and again it comes it comes down to the not enough
0: information or having the wrong information. Well and it's the when marketing companies can intentionally steer us down the wrong oh, road, road and it's legal. Crazy. That's gonna until that there's some legislation that gets passed to saying that marketing companies and big food can't steer us down this road anymore, that's gonna be the key. You know, because other than that, like everybody's just fighting an you know, an uphill battle you know, I talk about it with people all the time, you know, saying, well, why do you feel any bit of guilt for eating healthy? Why do you feel any bit of guilt for working out? But I'm sure that you've dealt with it too, you know, with clients and saying like, oh, well, now I have this little bit of conflict with my husband or wife. I have this little bit of conflict in my social circle. It's like, they're just like, oh, you don't have to do that. It's Friday night. Okay. When are you going to stop this? And it's like, when we're when we're told we're doing something bad, you're always gonna feel that you're doing something bad and have anxiety behind yeah. it when you're actually just trying to do something really good for yourself. Um, yeah, good,
1: good that you mentioned that. Like uh, the the who is around you, right? It has such such a big impact. Like, cause it is advice that you are taking, right? Like, same thing. I'm with a friend, right? I'm trying to lose diet or I'm trying to get in bad shape in a good shape, and but my friend is like, all like, oh, it's okay. You don't need to eat healthy, so. Yeah, the 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 people that you're around with it it has a huge effect on you. By the way, you know how people said you know that saying that you are the average of the five people, six people that you're around with, oh my goodness. It's that's five million five million billion hundred two percent. It's true. I've experienced this over the years. When I was around Bad people, bad influence. Then when I was around good influence, you always. If I'm around bad people, I'm gonna be kind of like them. If I'm around good people, I'm gonna be like them. So yeah, you, you're, the
0: environment. Oh my goodness, is huge. Yeah, it's huge. And you know, and that's a you know, bring up a good point. You know, I'm sure that you deal with this a lot too. Is that you know, instead of us being exposed to a singular environment repetitively, day after day, week after week, month after month, is that we're exposed to you know, 5, 10, 15 different environments every single day. And those same environments could be totally different tomorrow. You know, so it's hard, you know, where you want to surround yourself in the, in this environment, but it's really hard when you're constantly being exposed to other environments. You know, we see that, you know, your your Facebook is a different environment than your Instagram environment. Yeah. You know, and the, your work environment is environment's a little bit different than your home environment. You know, like your gym environment's a little bit different than, like, your kids' cheer environment. You know, like, there's all these different environments that we're exposed to and we're not – fundamentally used to being able to you know or have the capacity to be able to deal with all of this emotional response all day long oh i agree i agree
1: i agree 100 percent. but yeah see the thing the thing with with the diet like you know i think i think like hundreds, hundreds of hundreds years ago right that's like we the, the humans were eating food like to to make them function better they didn't they were not eating food because they're bored or because they had that right they were eating food because they need to survive yeah, so, it's the
0: only thing available. Yeah. If you didn't eat that. You
1: and really now, were and now it's like, oh my goodness, you eat food because you are bored or you eat food because you are sad and all that stuff. So I think that that's that a big problem, right? But see again, it's not enough education. It's not. I think we should create like a academy or a federation where I explain to the whole world, like listen, but my mom, and then. But okay, this is not big, another big thing. Like you can get advice. Like it's so important for you are getting advice too, right? Because even with a personal trainer. Yeah, you can you. Like it's so easy to become a personal trainer. You do an online course for like few weeks, and bam, you are certified. But what, like, what about the experience? So, I mean, what what, what do you think makes a, a good a great personal trainer? You know what? Why, why would why would people should come to me and you instead of somebody else? I think what makes
0: a really good trainer is, first and foremost, the way that I look at it. If you if you look at a trainer and they train five people in a day for example.
1: Yeah.
0: What have those five people done? So what what I think is actually the worst trainer is when all five of those people have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Or then the second level of bad trainer is that they kind of have like maybe two cookie cutter programs where like this one's a little bit more cardio and this one's a little bit more strength. So if they just quickly identify with, you know, um, you know, somebody's like, "Oh, I want to build some muscle." Like okay, it's automatically this cuz I trained for a show one time and, you know, this built me some muscle so you're going to work on this too and it's probably some other trainer's recycled program that that trainer probably got off the internet. Yeah. You know, but what I think actually makes a really good trainer, especially nowadays for longevity, is understanding them. And it's something that you've kind of brought yourself back to is is something we talked about before we started this podcast was, you know, getting to know your clients. So I think for like an example right now is, you know, one of the – one CEO that I train, you know, who a CEO oh. that I train at like a big company, he uh he wants to be sharp, like razor sharp, like just make better decisions under stress and, you know, just be able to, you know, really execute the way that he wants. Okay. You know, so, you know, and he wants to be in good condition, we work on his diet, you know, just all these different things, but when we're working out, you know, I have my one of the portable whiteboards here in the club and, you know, I write out sudoku puzzles for him <laughs> like the the um For the people who don't know what a Sudoku puzzle is, it's basically just like it's a numbers game that you play. You have to go through different sequences to be able to fill out all the numbers. And um, so then what we do is he starts up by riding, and he rides the bike. And every 60 seconds, I turn up the tension on the bike. And every three minutes, I get him to come off the bike and he has to perform an exercise. And those exercises compound. So... You know he might come off the bike the first time. so you combine 15. like that
1: you combine the cardio with strength training yeah the, exactly. the
0: physical stress and the cognitive stress because then he also there's an expectation in time of like how fast he has to get back on the board and make his first then number association so it's like you know we time all those things to how fast yeah. that when he's done his physical stress how he can get back on and cognitively hone in on making better decisions and okay. you will be able to find the number patterns, like you know, say reading a spreadsheet, you know, at the office and stuff. You know, right?
1: uh, as you mentioned, better this, des- good decisions. Do you, you know Jeff Bezos,
0: right? Hmm? The CEO, founder of Amazon, right? It's funny that you talk about good decisions right now when he just made what like a seventy-five million dollar mistake. Is he... it when he slept with uh, his best friend's wife or whatever? And he's getting I divorced heard that. now. Yeah. Jeff
1: Bezos. Yeah. The founder of Amazon. Yeah. I, I, I never heard yeah that. I
0: know it's uh yeah I think just like last week it came out stuff so, but yeah I don't know. but yeah go ahead sorry so the reason
1: because uh, I watch a lot of entrep- entrepreneurs like Jeff yep. Bezos, Grant Cardone uh, all these guys uh, Jeff Bezos was talking about he only makes like three good decisions a day have, have you heard of that? have you mm-hmm. seen that? And, that and then I heard that only like few months ago like just make because you have a lot of thoughts how how was the study about the human? Uh, Humans are. How many thoughts are we having a day? Seventy five thousand, Seventy-five thousand, oh, eighty, yeah, something like yeah, that, right?
0: It's in the tens of thousands. Yeah.
1: So thousands. you you could make so many decisions, right? So and he was thinking, okay, make your just make three good decisions. And then I started. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make three good decisions. So an example is like, okay, I'm gonna train my clients, I'm gonna do my workout, and then I'm gonna work on my programming for my clients. Yep. Um that's it instead of, or maybe let's say fourth time, I'm, I'm going to call my bank and clarify my credit card. Yeah. And then solve that. Palm. See this? Instead of, oh, time, and a, another big one, oh my gosh, writing things down yeah. every morning. So I found this is advice from Grant Cardone. Do you know who Grant Cardone yeah. is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I found that writing, I have my priorities, I have my priorities and then I have the tasks. So I, I write my, my, my tasks the night before. So I say tonight I'm gonna write for tomorrow. I need to shoot content for my social media. I need to con I need to contact five clients. I need to email seven clients. I need to call Rogers to fix my phone. Yeah. And I'm gonna go grocery shopping and meal prep. So I need to and I need to buy toothbrush. So I I, I need to write these things down because I found over there, like you know you you have good intentions but you forget because you 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 don't see them and because we have so many thoughts seventy five thousand. Of course, it's easy to forget things. So that's why what, what's important to me, I put it on paper and then I execute.
0: Yeah, I see, and you know, you brought up a good point. Even right, like, right there at the end is, like, a lot of people have a problem with making a decision, never mind executing a oh my decision, goodness. you know, so that's a big one. And then, like, the commitment to follow through, you know, like, what does it mean to you? So I'll, I'll ask you this, yeah, this awesome. question personally. Like, like, what does it mean to you to accomplish that 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 goal list in a day like how does it feel after you're done
1: dude it it makes me feel like a world champion like i won a championship it's like every day is a championship something it's like a championship based on uh, eight games Mm. (laughs) so i have to win each game right to win the championship and i think i found this if i only complete six i don't feel complete something is missing Mm. so yeah
0: it it makes me feel good and and, do you get like any kind of like anxious feelings or like do you feel like down on yourself if i don't do it Yeah 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 so you know like it, yeah. these are the things for like people to take away and like you know I'm, I'm glad that you know like you you said that because i always try to be really candid with people and tell me you know, like i got my good times i got my bad times so you know like we all go through anxiety and stress yeah. and like depression and all this kind of stuff but you know and you know like trainers shouldn't be on a pedestal we're not on a pedestal we're just we're average people just doing the same thing too we just maybe make a little bit more of a priority over a few things but you know I think the big thing is when people don't prioritize things, we're not filling fulfilling a fundamental need and like who we are as yeah. the species and the humanity. Absolutely. Where it's like you just know, said, like, you know, you wrote this list down, you know, you accomplished it and you felt fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And like those are the big things, right? Where it's yeah. like, you know, if people don't give at least themselves that because you get that that gratification from that, but you also get that gratification from the way that you eat, you get that exactly. gratification from training yourself. So, you have all these pools that you're pulling from that make you feel fantastic in a day. Then, people say, Caesar, what's your secret? And you're like, yeah. But all these, but exactly, it's the same thing, same thing with being successful,
1: making a lot of money, getting in a good shape. Dude, it's not, it's just, it's not one thing. Same thing with rehabilitation, with your name, with. Having a business is not one thing, it's a system, it's a system. So that's it, I, I, I found out where there is and I tried to explain to people. In order for you to accomplish anything great, you need to follow some steps. A system is always a system, it's not just one thing.
0: Do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely agree because I, I'm I'm the same way that, you know, I'm a big Google Calendar guy. I always have my, like, updates on it. And, yeah. You know, for me, I find that helps that because I want to kill it every day. Like I, want, I want to wake up and I want to murder every single day that Same I have seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I really feel there's like the concept of like a weekend or like a Monday to Friday, it means nothing to me. Like it literally is so irrelevant to me because I think every day should just be a day. Yeah, because see, it like today to today be... it's
1: Saturday, right? And we're we
0: having this podcast, this yeah. interview. It's great. It, it doesn't feel like work, right? It's... Yeah. You know, and that's the way I look at it. It's like, you know, we were talking about before about, you know, just like, you know, a couple of industry guys getting together just to be able to talk about some relative yeah. topics of what's on the mind. And, you know, like where this is, it's work, but it's not really work, you know. Okay, but by the way, like, see,
1: by us doing this, how, the, how does it make you feel doing this? And having, I love this stuff. Like, me too. But
0: that's why I always tell people, I'm like this, but this is, this is literally how I live my everyday. And it's like, you know. I I will leave here after this, and even if there's not like a, a monetary value, if I didn't come here and I'm like, okay, well, I made a dollar, I made two dollars. Yeah, because I, I,
1: I don't pay you don't pay But me the first, right?
0: mental health of like walking out here being all like yeah, yeah. crush this man, you yeah, know, like exactly, you know, it makes
1: me feel more worth it because we provided some value. Yeah.
0: that that we know it's tried. Right. And to to the people. You know, and even that, you know, that we connected and we understand each other even more. Like, I can take the value away from that, you know, because then, you know, I walk around and it's just like, you know, somebody's just like, man, you know, like, I want to get somebody, you know, that's, you know, like big and like kickboxing training. I'd be like, yo, my brother Caesar, man, you know, go hook him up, you know, go talk to him, you know, like, yeah you know, where that's where we are talking about. Send me, I don't do spinning. I've never, actually, I only thought one spinning. Yeah, but it's just, you know, like, you know, gaining an opium, finding the value, like, networking, like, all those kind of things where people would – they would look at this as, like, a tedious task that's taking away from their Saturday from sitting on the couch. Yeah. And I I find there's just – there's too much value to my physical and my mental health to be able to have these kind of conversations and do this kind of stuff than it ever sitting around, like, watching TV. And, you know, like, I watch TV every once in a while, too. But, like, I just – I, I don't have the in me to be able to lay on the couch and watch TV on, on like a, a Saturday when I could be, when I have the option of doing stuff like this. Neither are. And I just, I value the type of person that I am that this option is created for the both of us, whether or not that I set this up or you set this up, yeah. is that we just have the option to be able to sit down and do this together. I
1: agree. Okay, you know, what What do you think, as you mentioned watching, sitting and watching TV, you know Dude, I really think that staying too much inside like like in a close in a close to space it makes you tired yeah i found it like if i spend too much time in my house to that I, I i i don't feel good because i think it's that lack of is a lack of oxygen have you noticed anything like that i think it or am i just me that is no nope, because
0: i feel the same way like if i if i am in my house for too long like i just feel like my body going downhill. And I always used to think, I'm like, well, maybe because it's when I'm at home and I'm not really doing anything. Like, you know, I'm always like peaking all the time. So maybe that's just my body coming down and you know, like, but I recognize now like it's not because the second I step out the door, it's like life is just back to my body. And I, but I feel when you are that type of person, I know a lot of them, like the woman who was just here, we were just talking about that as you walked in and she, we were just talking about how, Energized, you get by just taking that step out of the door I I because agree. it's who we are as a species, not as a person. So, we are like, we're not meant to sit inside of a box, yeah, for hours upon hours upon hours. We've lived our entire existence outside, but now we feel like that is the right thing to do when for hundreds of thousands of years we've been outside.
1: I, 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 agree. I so that's like, I, I've noticed, like, if I sit too much in a house. I, I I get anxious. I don't, I don't feel good. and I know this. And sometimes like I get sometimes I get lazy, right? Yeah. And I was like, dude, like well, I'm putting my jacket on and I'm just I just I just want to step out of the house. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to the grocery stop to grocery store. And, and yeah. see, this
0: is a this is a problem that I think a lot of people have too. Is that say if you felt lazy? Yeah. What's your definition of lazy? So like when I'm when I'm doing something where I feel lazy, I like to guard it. Or, like, go for a walk or something. But people feel like those things are so physically exerting, they should be calculated as activity in your day. But I'm like, that's my piece. You know, like, going for, like, a walk in some fresh air or doing some gardening, you know, like you know, going outside, like reading a book, you know, something along those lines, like those are things that recharge me, and I feel good by doing those things, but again, it's because the global standard is, unless you're sitting on the couch watching TV, everything else then becomes activity.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah what, what, what do you think about the law of attraction?
0: Uh, do you yeah, believe in hugely. it? Yeah, absolutely. It me too,
1: I have experienced over the years, man. Like, I think
0: it really... What, was, what, what do, you, do you, are, you, are you Christian or any... Do you have any religion? Non-denominational. I used I was I was brought up Anglican uh-huh. um, but I haven't been to church in in years yet no, neither I, are I. like when Africa. I
1: when I when I grew up when I was younger a big part of my family they would grew up to church right but as time it's kind of faded like I, I wouldn't say that I'm a Christian or I don't have any religion but I do have faith i I, I really believe that, that out there is a creature like uh, a, a creator yeah somebody created like like when I when you think like the ocean right or like the sun or like the moon I was like a human being definitely did not do that. I mean some
0: somebody have made that. What what do you think about that? You know, it's a really interesting it's a really interesting topic about like what and why and how and what all of this means. I look at it that if we use like what's what's the percentage? I can't even remember like we use like 10% of our brain's capacity, like 15%, like we use such a small percentage of our brain's capacity that either we're being groomed right now or we live in a world right now yeah. that's going to allow us to be able to use all that other capacity or we have already used that other capacity and we're down to just what we have now for yeah. whatever reason. Because Never it would it, like be like if you went and got the biggest glass that you could find, like a 10-liter glass, knowing yeah. you were only going to ever drink a liter of water, why would you carry around a 10-liter glass? Okay. Why wouldn't you just go get a one liter glass? It'd be easier to carry around. It would meet your needs. You'd have all of this, you know, like you wouldn't have, It wouldn't be overflowing. It wouldn't be like, but think of having all that extra space. Why would you carry around this 10 liter glass? But that's your brain. So like we might be able to create some some more synapses in the mind to be able to connect some neurons, be able to have more memories or to learn new things. But there's just like this. There's this planet of space we're not using in our brain, and why?
1: I mean, yeah, you know, uh, as you as you mentioned that, yeah, using the brain because you know this, everything seems impossible until until it's done, right? Yeah. Like I mean, think like you know Elon Musk, right? Like he he created all this stuff. Like like somebody created like an uh, a, a product that can get you from the Earth to the Moon. Like that's insane. Like like you think at what level you have to think. But see, but that shows that the human, the brain, our brains are, are capable, that we
0: are capable of, of creating this. And you think like, so say, say for example, if the, if the percentage actually is say 10%. Yeah. So say we're all using 10%. Yeah. A guy like Elon Musk, who's SpaceX, yeah. boring company, Tesla, yeah. PayPal, all these things, they're just, most people wouldn't even be able to manage one. And yeah. he's got like a hundred. But why, why, why do you think he's, he's, he, he can do that and not? Just accessing a little bit more of the brain, but whatever I was going with that is that I bet that he's still probably only using maybe if we're using 10%, he might be using 15%. Right. That's how much that extra 5% can bring. I agree, I agree. But past that, there's still 85% more potential. And I think until we using. understand how to use that 85% of potential or whatever the extra potential is in our brain, we will never truly understand how and why we're all so, here.
1: So you, do you think somebody in the past, like a human kind, hundreds years or a thousand, were able to use more brain, more brain than more percentage of the, their brain and they were able to create, I mean, do you, do you create that,
0: do you think that a human created the sun? I don't know i i if if the average person uses ten percent of their brain, I' probably use five, so yeah. like I think those are some pretty existential questions that yeah. are pretty hard to answer, but the one thing to answer your question about whether I feel like that people used to be more intelligent yeah. cognitively than what we are now, we have examples all over the world you know we have you know pyramids in Mexico, oh you know, we have pyramids you know in Egypt, you yeah. know we have Stonehenge <laughs> like. We have, you know, places in South America where they built these um, these waterways to get water to flow uphill because they built their fortresses at the top of mountains for protection, but they knew that they didn't have water up there, so they created this network of aqueducts to be able to get the water up to where they needed it. Yeah. You know, so like a lot of these engineering feats, we can't even explain them today with the technology that we have, and these people not only designed them, had the idea designed them but they built them and they're still here today
1: yeah
0: so true. True, where true. if we do i feel like that we may have used more of our brain in the past than what we do now absolutely That's it. do i feel like that we have the potential they're to... like
1: some elon musk there were more elon musk
0: there had to have been <laughs> by default you look at the things around now like by default they would absolutely have had to I've had a higher percentage of people who could execute critical decision making and come up with, like, think of, like, engineering. Yeah. Think of how old the calculations for engineering are when you have some pyramids that are thousands of years old, if not tens of thousands of years old. They would have to calculate weight displacement. They would have to calculate force rates and all these kind of things. And it's tough to get kids to learn four plus four in grade two. Yeah, exactly yeah, like, with
1: the with the pyramids, everything like is has to has to be very very specific, be, right?
0: And they're perfectly balanced. Like, wow. and you Crazy. look at like not only did they. But what? what
1: so is like so what? Like a uh, the smartest engineer in the world, he cannot he cannot uh, figure out how the pyramid was built. No, that's
0: that's like. Well, what what know? what's
1: so special about the pyramid? I, I just don't know too much about. Well, but so some say things... for
0: example, some of the blocks that they used yeah. <laughs> to build the pyramids. Yeah are either like tens of tons or hundreds of tons like they're they are they're, very big and very heavy. Very big they have no idea and how And there's just one piece. That's just one piece like and there's thousands of, of these big, blocks. So there are thousands
1: of big pieces in hmm.
0: each one of the pyramids. Holy... You know you and know. the fact that the materials that they used when they built them they weren't even um they weren't even local materials they were transported from other areas so they took these huge blocks so they have no idea how they moved them geographically from like alberta to bc and then built a pyramid like on vancouver island wow so like when you use looking how,
1: at how, that, how long how old is the art the, the walls Oh, billions of years old. Billions? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think, some people
1: say, you know, some say some people say billions. Some people just say six thousand.
0: To be honest, I I I don't know, man. I think it's a like you know <laughs> astrophysicists that you know when they come up with like those calculations. I think the interesting part now when you look at from you know like astrophysicists where they're saying that you know our basically our universe that's a, like we have this one big universe with all these millions of universes inside of it that it expands. Right and then it contracts I and see. then it expands and it contracts so you know but I don't...
1: I, as you mentioned that i, I think I, i've i've watched this a few years ago and there were like uh, the, some scientists a, a study right they're like okay the distance between the earth and the sun and it was showing if the if the earth would have just been a few meters or kilometers a different level the sun would just burn
0: you, yep. st- you, you know what i mean i heard something like that too. Yeah. i can't remember exactly but I was it like is, yeah but... it
1: makes sense So like everything like the stars and the distance from the moon to the sun and the moon to the earth is like, there's like perfect distance, right? Yeah. And like how the earth is actually like in the air, right? In the, in the galaxy, in the universe.
0: You know, and that's what it's they are saying the reason why the planet earth is so, um, it's the, the, it was the perfect distance. It was the perfect temperature. It was, it just happened to be this one planet that we know of that just happened to be perfect. It's like, the LeBron James of planets, you know, yeah, like yeah. just the specimen. You know what I mean? Do, do, do like... you think there's life of, on, on other planets? Absolutely. And really? they actually, the reason why. So. Oh my goodness. So I always try to challenge people, you know, to think about when you're specifically talking about life on other Earth is that or other planets, is that we automatically assume because the movies we watch that it's beings like with legs, you know, like they're bipedal. They're coming. Yeah, they're yeah, they're walking off yeah, the ship. Yeah. They're beaming down. But they know the two things that's on the planet Earth that they're absolutely certain that have come from another planet, mushrooms, because mushrooms breathe like humans do. Mushrooms are closer in relationship to mammals than what they are plants. Hmm. Um, And octopus. Octopus have such an irregular genetic code. It's like nothing else on this planet. So those are the two things that I'm aware of that they think (laughs) came – so, like when an asteroid comes, there's certain molecules that can survive on, you know, like asteroids and it crashes in Earth and just, it so happens that then, yeah. you know, they start to grow from there. But yeah, like like mushrooms actually breathe in oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide, like what humans do. I didn't do. know that. Yeah, it's crazy. They're like little living. So, so you
1: think it's actually, it's, it, there's life on other plants. Like, are, are you talking about like some human beings like us or just like some uh, fruit or an animal?
0: But that's the thing, it just might be or like aliens. bacteria. You know, like so. Do you so, believe in aliens? Yeah. Well, like I said, I think I, I believe in aliens I, from like a different perspective, though. Not a, I don't, I don't believe, I believe in aliens. In I, aliens I, I think like it's a, just
1: they, because I think if we, if I think about the alien, it automatically comes that image from a movie, that's right? What I mean, yeah. So I don't think it actually exists something like that. Yeah. So I don't think they just have like two ugly eyes and a big head. Yeah, you know,
0: and I think that you know, like that's a good point. Is breaking down the challenging the thought process of what an alien might be. I agree. Yeah. Because. What might have been a mushroom on this planet might just been a little bacterial molecule on another because on that planet, you know, when it exploded and then it came here, it might that might have been all that planet could have propagated for that molecule. But when it landed here, because it was these different conditions, it turned into a mushroom.
1: Yeah, cool thing. You yeah. know, but uh, you know, I really think that the life, like the the life, it's it's a true miracle, right? Because I mean, I'm thinking, think how we, how we are born, like like think like when a, when a female gave birth, like. Like a human human being grows inside of her in her tummy, and then like it comes out, and then that 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 that, that, that baby over the years grows up into like three hundred and fifty pounds,
0: yeah, six foot five, yeah, person. That's like a miracle. Like it's it's a miracle. Crazy. But then what do you think about how would? It's a miracle that anything is born, period. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think about how vulnerable human beings are when they're born? Like, human beings are born to essentially die. Yeah, because yeah. Because they're, they're not stable. But if – when a horse gives birth to another horse, it can walk. You know, like when a, a duck – when the little duck comes out of the egg, yeah. like, it can move around and it can walk. But human beings can't. So mm-hmm. why – when we are so far ahead of the curve – in evolution versus other you know primates or animals or anything but
1: but once we start to walk we can also do much more than they do
0: absolutely right absolutely but it's like it leaves so much to chance you know like we have all this potential but if things go slightly wrong at that beginning stage like if a if a infant is left kind of like relatively like on its own that that newborn baby would die yeah you know but like Say if you took like a horse, for example, like it can move around. It might not really understand how to eat, but it would have an opportunity at least to be able to survive. So it might not be intellectually as far as what we are, have the abilities that we are, but it has a better chance at surviving birth than what we do.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know how It's just interesting, It right? is very, yeah, everything is alive. But everything is interesting. But you know, I really, I, I, I because people are debating like am i able to do that can i do that and they because I, I, I see everything around us is a success story like like people that created this mic that we are talking the t-shirt that we are wearing the phone the internet like somebody that sh- had an idea they didn't give up and they created so it, it shows like the, 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 the you can see it you can see that the human the humankind is able to do things right like you can see it. you can see the plane you can see the phone somebody did it so th- we are we are able to do so much more
0: right and and again too it's like what you're i I think a good point what you're making up too is like the human potential yeah exactly but like our human potential is really put into you know say like electronics and gadgets you know it's like a big part of where a lot of people want to invest their intellectual capacity but is that the most beneficial road for us to be investing like all of our eggs into that basket. You know, like, is I don't that so. where it should be? I don't think so. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that, um, I think our resources could be used for a lot greater good, and I think guys like Elon Musk, like, you know, when you brought, yeah. like, he's proving that we're, you know, he's gone into that city in Australia and he's like, I am going to provide power for this entire city, you know, from our solar panel roof paddles, the Tesla, you know, power packs and all yeah. that kind of stuff. He did it in Puerto Rico, you know, when that um, natural disaster Crazy. is down there. You know, like he's finding these ways to be able to better our planet with technology, not necessarily, you know, take away from it. Yeah, I,
1: th- I really think that he's
0: doing a good job. I think yeah. he's like really trying to solve some problems. Right? And yeah. like,
1: he's like a, world class
0: yeah like, you know, and if you the transfer to that is you know and that you know granted you're like why would you build a flamethrower you know like these got some things that just don't make sense you know yeah. but at the end of the day if you look at a lot of other you know like technology companies like say like Amazon for example we brought that up like Amazon is only feeding a beast of overconsumption it's just right? it's finding ways to be able to get people in more debt buy more things they don't need you know create hyper anxiety about not having something somebody else wants yeah. propagating the mindset of I have to have it more now faster so you you, know, you like... think
1: you you have like a, a negative thought about Amazon?
0: um I think that Amazon is cr- incredibly convenient yeah but I think what it does to people's mental health is actually really destructive because but I, I
1: I think in that in that case it, it, it it's it's the people's problem. I mean come on, it's her problem that you cannot control yourself.
0: But then also too, like people aren't given the tools to be able to control themselves. And it's like. Yeah. We come back into that topic in school that you are not, that you don't have enough information. Yeah. You're right. You know, but say like this. So, so to me, like Amazon is like this, you have this phone with this app and this credit card is already in two dollars. You need to do is press a couple buttons and it it can even show up your house the same day now. Yeah. So the flip of that is if you gave an alcoholic a bottle of vodka at home all by himself, how long would it take for him to drink it? The temptation's just there. It's gonna manifest the anxiety that Beast is gonna come crawling out, of it and he's gonna go over to that ball, He'll probably hold it a couple times, and put like, it down. the nice doing? Yeah, kind of cracked it up and like smell. You know, like, he's gonna go to this, but it's the same thing with the phone. You know, it's kind of sitting over there. It's like, damn, those new shoes are on that phone. No, you know, I, like, yeah. it's just kind of, I think I, it's I think I've experienced, itch, right? I've
1: experienced something like that. Yeah, just because like, on my phone I saw something on Amazon yeah. or uh, online. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. But I you want know that. it's
0: there, and then you're just yeah. like, man, I can wake up tomorrow and it's already here.
1: But I think they do. It comes good then, but like I think some they provide some things that okay i want something uh, urgent and they provide that value but yeah there's also that thing that
0: but i think if it was if it was urgency like i need this food or this this medication because i'm about to die or this fire extinguisher because i have a fire in my house like there's certain things where i can really easily justify but it's like you know not to pick on shoes i know you're a big shoe guy but it's like you know, you know that I'm a big need, shoe, right? Yeah. You know, I have like, you like need, 30 like, pairs. That's what I mean. But, it says, <laughs> but it's like, so that you see some nice shoes, you love shoes, and you see these shoes, and you know you can go on Amazon and buy like them right now. Yeah, well, by, by
1: the way, I think, there, I think right? with the, with the good shoes, I realized yeah. that I, I definitely don't need them, right? I yeah. don't need them, all of them. So that's why I'm, you know you know. The but
0: sometimes we need to go through that to understand that it's actually really not that important. Yeah, right? I
1: agree. And now when I look at the shoes, I was like, oh my gosh. I was actually a few days ago, I was thinking, hmm, I could sell some of them yeah because i just don't need them but see at that point i was like oh my gosh i need that i need that it was that excitement right
0: you know but so, that but that excitement that carried over into your personal and professional life you know might have helped you be that much more enthusiastic at work it might help land you another like client or two clients yeah. or, you know it might help you push some of those intense training sessions and stuff because you had that that fire exit so there's always going to be benefit to yeah because it, it should but, make me feel good right in, yeah i mean my book i agree yeah, you know, I I but mean you just you that shows growth in you though about how like you really understand like these material things, like they're not gonna help make you a better kickboxer. Yeah. You know, like they're not gonna help you get a client to lose ten or fifteen. Yeah, but pounds. yeah, let's talk about because about Yeah.
1: You know I, I was watching an interview with Grant Cardone and Ed Milet. Have you seen that with them together? No. They were talking about material you know, some people think say, Oh yeah, don't don't go for the material things and all this. I, you know, I think I think there is point for them like, come on, who doesn't like, right? Like, like, wouldn't uh, your favorite car, having your favorite car, having your favorite watch, having your favorite shoes right now, wouldn't that make you happy? That, w- that would make you happy, right? That would make you feel good. I, I think the thing yeah. is like, don't sacrifice your health just to go for those things. I think if you can like work on your health and whatever business that can provide value for others, as long as you can focus on that, then it, it's nothing wrong with, the, have it, but buying your favorite car. I, I think, think I think
0: yeah. the problem
1: is only only, I think the problem is when you focus on that outcome, only on that co- outcome. See, I think that's oh, the problem.
0: I'm so glad because that's exactly where I was just going with it. So look, when you were saying that the what I was thinking, about, I'm like material things are nice when they're the icing on the cake, but not the cake.
1: hundred percent. That's right. the best. That's the best analogy to, yeah.
0: Exactly. So I'm glad you came back around like that. So what, exactly... what, what,
1: what would be the cake?
0: Um, To me, the cake is my kids. My kids. My kids, my friends, my family, you know, like, you know, stuff like that because, you know, it could be maybe because I'm, I'm 35 now, you know, I got three Do you kids know how old I am? And,
1: no. Take a guess. I, you're
0: in your 20s, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, early 20s, right? Yeah. 23, 20,
1: 24,
0: 24. 24, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Turning,
1: I'm turning 25 in April 27th. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And you know, like, and I think it takes just like a little, you know, while like for. But every for...
1: But everyone thinks that I'm mid thirties or late thirties. The oldest Why? I got, was, the oldest I got was thirty nine.
0: Thirty nine. Yeah,
1: I mean, come on, I don't.
0: men or women say that though?
1: Men and women. Really? Yeah, and they're not drunk. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, come on, I don't look like an early twenty, maybe because you know me.
0: Yeah, I don't know, you probably don't look, yeah, I would say maybe like late 20s, but yeah. like late 30s would be, would be a stretch for sure. and You know,
1: the, I was also wearing a black hat and I was having a bigger beard. Yeah. So when I wear
0: black and I have a beard, I look much older.
1: And yeah. I guess I also have the size, right? And, size and you know, confidence, confidence personality, yeah. you know,
0: you're exuberant, you know, like, you know, um, you know, for all everybody who knows, like Caesar, I've never seen anything like on social media about your big Bollywood dancer now and shit <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah but you know those things though right so it's like that's
1: what I love about the because, Bollywood you yeah. know? but here's the thing I I when somebody gonna listen to this because people ask me why do I like the Indian music yeah right so I'm not, I'm originally from Romania okay which is East Europe okay, and in Romania's a lot of gypsies. Yeah. Okay. Now the gypsies originally came from India. Did you know oh, that? Oh no. Yeah. So or the gypsies are originally from India. I don't know how over how they emigrate and they ended ended up in Romania. So that's why the gypsies have a very very similar side with the with the Indians.
0: Oh, see. So yeah. Culturally yeah, like connect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and I had a lot of friends that they were gypsies. Yeah. And that's why I was around and they have that that shiny clothes and all that big party, big family. So that's why. That's why when I came here in Canada five years ago, and I saw that is that Indian Indian culture, it made me feel even more like home because I, I you know, I could relate to them, and that's why that some of people call me Czar from Cesar, yeah. they call me Czar the Bollywood Czar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Well, the reason I like the music, and I also like Middle Eastern and Reggaeton. The only reason I like, I like the high beat. Yes, yeah. I, I like the high beat. That's the only reason I listen to them. And I was, now I, some of my best friends and some of my long-term clients, they're Indo-Canadians. They're yeah. Indians, Punjabi.
0: See, you know, it, for me, the, <sighs> the, the one thing that I really like about Indian music is we, typically whenever I'm listening to Indian music, it's, you know, like at like a wedding or a function. Yeah. There, there's tons of people around. But like Indian people get into music. Like yeah. everybody does, you know, like there's oh guys on other guys' shoulders, you know, like there's yeah, yeah, girls, yeah. like like people are getting into it, and that's fun because I remember when I was really young, and I'm like, you know, I'm like a horrible dancer, and they're like, like just remember that like one person dancing horribly looks terrible, but a hundred people dancing horribly looks awesome. Yeah. So I, just I, like go get in there, like just get in on it, right? But what, like, what
1: music do you like?
0: You know, I kind of like all music. I connect with like different music all the time. Yeah, for same for with whatever me. Reason like I, I think it's like mood. Really mood specific. I yeah, think the I only thing that I don't like is like heavy metal and stuff. It's I just don't like, I don't it's like rock. too like crazy. It's too like anxious sounding yeah, to me. But I don't like rock. No, yeah, you know, know, like I think you know it depends if I'm like <laughs> doing cardio or hitting the bag or you know I'm in the backcountry yeah. or you know like i If I'm China. hitting the bag, I'm definitely
1: listening to some Indian music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I met these days, maybe I should listen to Indian music, but just like a instrumental, yeah, low beat.
0: See, so, yeah, and that's the yeah, like the instrumentals, you know, like where it's just so I like those, you know, if I'm, you know, like doing some research on the internet or I'm like reading a book or something, just kind of like that little bit of like a soft background noise where, or you know uh, listening to music where you don't know the language, yeah, so like you're not connecting with the words but just sounds yeah, exactly good.
1: the bit the, 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 yeah I was I was listening I was I read a lot right so I because I have interest so that's why I'm like curious I have curiosity and I was reading a few months ago that the music how 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 therapeutic how therapeutic the music can be Mm. because i mean here's the thing i was like you know when you have a favorite song and you listen to your favorite song how that that makes you feel good yeah right and and then how the and that's why yeah i was like when you listen to your favorite song it makes you feel good
0: so it's definitely some science behind it well and and if you look at music in general we've used you know, traditionally, you know, music, when somebody's given birth, we've used music during, um, like, weddings, we've yeah. used, used music at wartime, their music has been a oh, part of celebrations, yeah. you know, like, we've always, music has always been there so that there's a huge amount of value to music and how it, it I think, Music is what bridges us together as a community, and when people are together as a community, that's very empowering. And you know, very you know, we get a, a sense from everybody being together and the energy going out there. And you know, cause if you have a hundred people sitting in a room, yeah, we all know what that energy feels like versus a hundred people dancing. Oh, in my a room.
1: goodness, you they're know, so light.
0: Like, yeah, it's a huge. So, I think just like that energy flow, and you are know, kind of like I'm pushing my energy into you, and you're pushing your energy into me, and you know, like you're just you're going through yeah. all that that chemical process in yeah. your mind because even with a
1: workout, right? If you don't listen to music, and then suddenly it's a, it's a music that you like, yeah, it's game changer. You have to get the get a pump. You will push more. You
0: are get more excited. You are more motivated. So. And, you know, people always say, you know, like I'll flip through, you know, I got like that lift coming up, or I got like a big interval set to do, it or whatever. Like, I've got to find that song that I know is just gonna power yeah. me through it, right? So yeah. we we all got that song or that playlist that we put on. For I sure. agree.
1: Oh, that, that's definitely. You know, the most about I think supplements is also a big topic, man. Supplement oh, huge. I, big actually, as, as I told you today, I made a video. So, like supplements, well, yeah, supplements like just like the food. Or just like an alcohol is like so much misunderstanding right like, I'll give you an example I was talking in the video I was like okay why why do you want supplement right because somebody say I want supplement they go to buy a supplement why do you want they they want that supplement because they are looking for outcome they're looking for a bigger feedback right and usually they, they want a supplement to make them feel good to increase their energy so Especially in something when has a health problem or a disease or something. They're thinking that a supplement is, is going to solve them, right? But the thing is like, okay, let's say with high cholesterol, right? let's talk about, about cholesterol a little bit. Because I've had high cholesterol. I had high cholesterol when I was 20 and 21. Crazy. Did
0: you know that, that people in an athletic environment, if you're an athlete, you'll have higher cholesterol rates just because you're an athlete? No. Yeah, not so not. that's why... If you go if you get get your cholesterol tested and you work out right before, or you know you have a work, I think it's like within like six or eight hours before yeah. you get your cholesterol cholesterol level checked, your cholesterol will be through the roof.
1: I do know. So here's the thing with the supplements, like let's talk about cholesterol, okay? You have you go to a doctor, the doctor tells you that you have high cholesterol. And what the usually doctor does, take this pill. Instead of the doctor to be a true professional, a true consultant that that cares in his field, instead of give you, just give you a pill without asking you any question, I think first you should be, what caused the cholesterol? Have you had, have you had high cholesterol before? Yes, no. What were you doing at that time? What, you have to see what caused the high cholesterol. So you can say, eating fast food. So what's the solution? Getting a pill or stop eating the fast food? Yep. No, first you stop eating the fast food Then you, or may you may combine them. Then you take the pill. But if you had high cholesterol, because you ate fast food, then the key to lower the low cholesterol is to eating bad
0: food. And even, you know, you take it like one step further. <laughs> Rocket fr- science, dude. Yeah, you know, it's even crazy. You take it one step further than that, were any of the studies when they were studying these pills even affecting cholesterol levels, you know, if we're going to pick on cholesterol, that... Um, yeah. What, 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 any- do you, what
1: do you think a doctor would say if he would hear this talking, heard us talking about this?
0: I think that doctors are really professionally bound. I know a lot of doctors that want to do one thing, but they have to do something else. Hmm. So like they have a they have a standard that they have to live by they have they have to stay inside of this box and that's where I find a lot of doctors when they branch out into private healthcare because private healthcare they now have an open door a lot more of an open door to practice medicine that, the way that they want to but I think publicly funded healthcare um, yeah I'm like a, a walking clinic yeah oh my I'm goodness a, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for it's a broken system it needs to be changed I think it is the problem with it where it's just You know, you walk in the door. Here's these pills. Quick, get out the door. Get the next person in. There's no lifestyle assessment done. Yeah, and you know. So see again, what caused that problem? What caused it? And you know, like where I was going with it was when they did the controlled studies to see if these pills lower cholesterol. Did they have a control group that ate McDonald's three times a week who took them? Like how how is all the the chemicals that are in the McDonald's and just the junk quality nutrient that's in you know, McDonald's, then never mind if somebody's eating McDonald's two or three times a week, they're probably doing a lot of other stuff that's bad for their body I too. I agree. How do those pills affect that person? Because that's the person that's typically taking them. Yeah. You know, so again, you know, a person where you'd actually get a true understanding of how that those that cholesterol me- medication would affect them would be somebody like you or I, but we would never take them. So you never really know based on like a, a more peer of a body how that's going to affect it because you're only taking and doing a controlled study in a polluted environment. Yeah. You know, so it's like if you if you put somebody in, you know, like Beijing amongst all the smog and they can't even see the sky. And he said, "Paint me a picture of the sun." It's like, well, you would see this little shiny dot through the smog, but you would never really know what the sun looks like. You know, so when yeah. you look <laughs> at all these kind of things, it's like, well, it's just it's distorted information. It's bad information. They're doing the best they can. I mean, because
1: you know, uh. uh when I had high cholesterol Four years ago, I had cholesterol because I was I just been to a period where I was just eating unhealthy I was unactive around 2021. 20, I was very inactive and I was eating bad food And I go to the doctor because it didn't feel good And I was like, I did a blood work. They saw that I have high cholesterol. Guess what they did? Take this pill for cholesterol. It's crazy instead of just one question So the results come right? The results come Caesar you have cholesterol just, just curious. What caused the high cholesterol? What have? Do you eat any bad food? Or are you stressed? It takes like twenty seconds to ask that question and get an answer, instead of it. Okay, take this pill. So it's, it's like crazy. Like, they like they go to school for like eight, ten, twelve years, and then you, and then
0: look at the, look what they say. And the problem with that too is is for what you know when it comes down to giving like you know nutrition advice or lifestyle advice, it's not. It's not really their scope, like that's not really why. Although we feel like that should be the reason why we're, they're there, but it's also they don't have enough time either. You know, like we yeah. put these these extremely uh, small g- time I guess that up. place, that place that yeah. they have that doctor that they have results, they should have like
1: a nutritionist, yeah, or like uh, an ass. So not only the doctor can give you the blood work, so that place, these places, they should have the doctor, and then they should have somebody a nutritionist or uh, somebody that can do a lifestyle assessment. Yeah. That's going to be complete, right? So again, see, doing... and that's
0: the benefit of private healthcare, right? Yeah. You know, like yeah. private healthcare is kind of more set up as like like a triage system, you know, where it's like, okay, well, what's really wrong with you, and let let's investigate all these other reasons why it could be, and let's change your lifestyle, your eating habits, your stress levels, and you know, all these different things. You know, but like right now, all's, you know, when we go to like, you know, publicly funded healthcare, it's more just like what pill is going to be able to suit this particular environment, yeah. you know? And like, that's the problem with it, because then, like you said, like, you know, there's so many people taking pills that they never should take Because what that doctor essentially told you that day by saying that you need to take this pill for high cholesterol was saying, Caesar, you're going to have to take this pill for 60 years. Till I die. Hopefully. Like, that's really what they were saying. Like, when it comes... Because at the end of the day, once you start taking that pill for high cholesterol, there's always going to be a part of the you that feels like you have to take that pill to yeah. be able to manage your it's, cholesterol. I know, man. It's crazy. You know, so, like, you know, and say if you lived to your 80, you know, 80, 85, you know, like, that's like 60, 65 years you've been taking that pill, so... I don't think I'll live that long, though, to be honest. Well, you know, just... The reason
1: why, because I have a very... Extreme lifestyle. I mean. Yeah. So. I this. always look at it I like see like, myself yeah. doing like 60, 70. 60, who knows? 70.
0: Yeah. Who knows? And the thing is see <laughs> with like all this stem cell research all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I mean, it might I, be like 120, 130. I agree. Meals, like, yeah, right? yeah.
1: We are talking about technology, right? Who knows? Somebody's going to invent something that's going to extend whatever problem. It's going to extend our life. Yeah. By 20. So who knows? We're yeah. gonna make another interview in like. Nine years. Yeah.
0: So what? Uh, why? Why you just kind of tell everybody? Because you got a fight coming up, right?
1: Yeah, I have a I have a fight. I have a fight in uh on March eighth. What training are you doing right now? So kickboxing. Kickboxing. So I've I've been I've been in martial arts for the last ten years. I've tried all of them: boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Karate, Taekwondo, Kung Fu. So I've been I've been a fan of standing up, stand up fighting. I've tried a little bit of judo and wrestling. I'm I'm just. Don't not a big fan yeah but stand up there are some are, are my favorites so yeah there and uh, yeah I'm gonna fight in March 8 my opponent I'm gonna fight a heavyweight uh yeah I'm excited I'm excited I, the reason I got into it just because I I just miss hitting somebody I just want to hit somebody yeah like uh but yeah K, K, with is mamba have you do you know the mamba organization cool yeah. mamba do you know cool mamba no I don't he, I, he, <laughs> I heard it
0: only just because um i seen when you sent that uh thing out on facebook whatever, yeah. that you're going yeah so so
1: cool cool Mama he's a indo-canadian fighter he's fought at a very high level the fishing k1 in uh, mma yeah and now he's uh he also has his own academy in Abbotsford. yeah and uh yeah he's organizing this so
0: i'm, I'm very excited for the fight i
1: just mean i just wanted to do something different yeah
0: so you know, it's funny, like, how all of us guys kind of always have that primal urge just to go, like, dominate some other guy, too, Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that's the beauty of sports, and I think when, when boys and men don't have a sport that they play, they have no no exit for that feeling, you know? And that feeling becomes, like, that weird, anxious, like, yeah. what do I do with this feeling inside me? but. You know, it's even like when I say, you know, playing squash today where, it's, you know, essentially all I'm trying to do is dominate another man. I'm trying to gain some clout by beating yeah, another man. Yeah, it's funny man. how we
1: have that uh, that ego thing, right?
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's ego. Is it it's ego? I think it's ego, but not in the way that people want to label ego now. Yeah. I think it's ego as in like that is our primal instinct to how we protect our family. We protect yeah, our yeah. community. We go find food for our family and our mm-hmm. community. Where it's just, it's that. It's, it's that part of us that will always be there. Because, you know, like, let's face it. You know, like, our girlfriends and our wives, you know, they'll look at us for protection. They'll look at us yeah, to be able to yeah. provide for our families. Yeah. And it is the, you know, our children want to be able to be loved and nurtured by us. Like, those where there's that, like, we need the tools to be able to do those things. And the tools to be able to do those things. Like, could you imagine if you didn't have a base layer of ego, how you would ever have you know sat on a horse and chased down a buffalo with a bow and arrow and shot at it you know like you know 30 kilometers an hour on a horse you know standing up trying to shoot another animal there's hundreds of buffalo like could you imagine how intense that would be if there wasn't a certain part of you that just wanted to to get shit done you know yeah. like you'd never get on it you know or like stalk a cougar in the mountains or you know like you know or you know, like when the other you know, group of people come in to, like, raid your village or whatever that you were going to organize your other brethren and get out there and, you defend it, you know, at all costs. You're like, that's ego. That's in us, you know. We need that because if not, if there was one person who had that, they'd rule the world. Sure. You know, like, we need that to be able to defend our smaller communities because it's only now we started living in big urban centers. You know, before, like, we used to live in all these tiny little villages and towns, You know, and a lot of it was only protected not by police forces, but just by the men in that area. Yeah. You know, so you know, you need that that ego inside you to be able to get out and say, okay, instead of being a coward sitting in some hope and hoping for the best, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to manage the outcome. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, that that's the thing. I like, I like. You know, some people are very controlling. I'm very controlling. Like that, and I think people should, more people should be controlling. I mean, like they should control like their ac- their action yeah. their thoughts like with me i like i like to control I, I like i like to control what goes in my fridge what i'm buying from the grocery store i like to control what i'm eating i'm i'm, I'm i like to control who i'm around with who i'm allowing myself to be around with
0: mm-hmm. right See, and the one thing I look at, like with that, is I like for myself. I always think like there's some things about my life that I want absolute control over. And there's some about my some things about my life that I really don't care that much. Like what?
1: Um, Give them some examples.
0: Yeah. So say for like absolute control, mm-hmm. food in my mouth. i want absolute control same with me absolute control i want absolute unbridled control over to be able to be physically active in any possible way that i want i want complete access to whatever that you know opportunities come my way um the things where i really don't care that if i have control over when i'm playing with my girls you know like where it's just like you have two girls yeah three girls they could paint my nails we could we do arts and crafts. We could go to the park. I don't care. I just want to spend time with them. Got you know, it, so like when it. I look at things like that, it's like it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really mean a whole much to me. It's like, it's the core of that is just being with them. You yeah. know, but there's certain things that, like, everything that I value for me as a person, I want absolute control over.
1: Right. Them. Like, like, like your business, yeah. your health. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I'm. The, I, I agree. I'm the same. You know, we're talking about the kickboxing and the martial arts. The reason why the reason why I got into martial arts is because because I want to gain more confidence. Have you have you ever done any martial arts?
0: Um, a little, little bit. And by me not doing as much as I wanted to when I was yeah. younger is the reason why that um, I put my oldest daughter in karate and why all my daughters will be in a martial art of some kind.
1: Yeah, I think it's like you know there are so many types of workouts right? Like yeah. you can do free weight machines, cables running outside, running inside. Spin like you do, right? But like the kickboxing, like I've done all of them, all kind of exercises, body weight, you name it, underwater swimming, everything. Dude, about about kickboxing, it's, it's, it's I think it's something unique. The, the way it makes me feel, the, way, the 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 mindset that I that I get out of the kickboxing, that's why I do it. Like it, it makes me feel more confident. It makes me feel more empowered. It makes me feel more worth it like I'm I'm able to do more it's a stress relief and that's why most of my clients like I've, I've trained thousands and thousands of people Probably like eighty percent of them come to me because of the kickboxing and of course with the program I we do the kickboxing but we also take care of nutrition of the cardio strength training and mobility and all this stuff But the kickboxing in my case it just makes me feel good even this morning I did my workout Man, I, I, it makes me feel good. It's I think it's true something truly unique. But again, I will say I've met I've met people that they didn't have any interest in kickboxing. They've tried kickboxing or some martial art, but they but they didn't seem that interested. And then I dig deeper. Okay, why didn't why didn't you like it? And usually, people I found that people that they don't like a martial art is because like. They've been to a kickboxing class and there were like 30 people. The coach just threw them into that group and they didn't feel comfortable performing the exercise in that the environment. Or they had a one-on-one first session and the, they hit with their left hand and they hurt their wrist yeah. because the coach didn't teach them how to shoot, how to, to punch properly. So yeah, I mean, what, what what what's your feedback of when you do martial arts, when you train, like when you
0: do a kickboxing workout or something like that? I think uh, I think like the two things that like the brought like the first and foremost like you know thing that I thought when you were talking is like the you know we're all gonna connect with different things for different reasons. I think for me as long as people are just physically active, like that's the big win. Yeah. For me with martial arts, um, you know because I I go jujitsu every once in a while and I I do just private jujitsu because I also realize two things about me. I'm the guy that everybody wants to kill in class and. Because of that, then I just go all out, and I'm most likely going to get hurt. And I want to do it for, like, the technique. um, So you don't have to be just
1: trying like do a class training. Yeah, so I just go with a
0: guy, and, you know, we roll for a couple hours, you know, because, like, to me, I want to learn the art, like, the purity of it, like, the flow of it. Because when it comes to, you know, physically dominating a guy in a martial art has really not a lot to do with like strength or cardio is about your flow and your technique and your understanding of it yeah so I look at it more as like this this picture that I'm painting and you know I I'm kind of I'm painting it like with my hands and my legs and you know like just doing all these things where, because if I want to be strong I'll lift weights if yeah. I want a better cardiovascular system I'll go to cardio you know like you know just all these different things but when I'm there and then when you get to that point where all this technique comes into play and then you start controlling another man, you're just like, oh, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, where it's no, just I like, think. because there's always that part. And, like, when we go, you know, obviously, like, I like he has far better skill than me. Like, he could just, you know, turn it on and light me up or whatever. So, like, if I ever, like, you know, get a submission on him or, like, anything, like, it's only because he let me.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, damn, yeah.
0: does it feel good, though? You know, like, there's just that part of me that connects with it where it's like, you know, say, kickbox, I'm sure, like, if you let, you know, like, that nice strike, yeah, you yeah. like, there's just probably just, like, yeah, it fires you up a little bit for the next one, right?
1: Same thing with a kickbox, especially if I do a sparring, right? And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I like that controlling, right? I like, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel empowered.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like, so, just, like, that environment, like, you can either, you know, let somebody take control of the yeah, fight yeah, or, exactly. like, you can try to be able to force the outcome that you want. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I agree. I Absolutely. Agree.
0: Um, Why don't you tell just kind of give some people some information about how, when your fight is, how to be able to get a hold of you on social media and all those kind of things? Well, uh, we'll wrap this guy up because we talked about a few things today that I actually want to see if we can uh, schedule some time in to be able to dive deeper into them. And stuff, but uh, we got a good hour and a half on this guy already. Really? So yeah, oh yeah. Time goodness. just flies by. Wow. And uh, and yeah, but um, like again, like shout it out. Like you know, when's your fight? Where's your fight? Yeah. How can people get a hold? So of you?
1: So the the fight is March eighth, two thousand nineteen at the Ad-Bos, Ad-Bos Force Center. I'm not sure exactly what time I'm gonna fight because at that event is gonna be like ten fights, boxing, kickboxing, MMA, and they can they can get the tickets from online. I can, it I think it's. Tickets or Ticket even some, or Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And then how people get uh, hold of me is like I'm I'm all around uh, Instagram and Facebook. All you gotta type it. so on, on on Facebook I'm uh Caesar Bestie, gay And now on uh, Instagram I'm Caesar uh, slash body Works pro. Because that's my brand life, just changing a little bit. And yeah, like
0: the Does BodyWorks Pro have a, a website people can check out? Yeah, 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 yeah. I,
1: I do have a website. I have a website. It is www.bodyworkspro.ca. So I have all my information there. So there's my email, my phone number, all that stuff. Usually people, like on social media, they just DM me, private message. Yeah. And yeah, for, for the fight, like, it's going to be a guaranteed domination. Like, I'm going to dominate the fight. It's okay. going to be show guarantee. because Because it's, it's going to be an amateur level, but like, I'm very confident. Like, the thing I can I can take a lot. That's yeah. with, with the martial arts, like I can take a lot. Like, and especially it's amateur, so I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have the shin pads, the head guard. Yeah. I hate the head guard, so but I have to wear it because it's amateur. So yeah, especially that like, there's, like I can take a lot. But then one like for my weight, cause I'm 250 now, I'm gonna fight around 235. Like I'm when I'm around two 230, 235, I'm very very explosive. I, I can show like punches and kicks, and then I can take a lot. So. It's gonna be show guaranteed, hundred yeah. percent.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Well, thank you, Caesar, for coming yeah. on. and Like I said, like hopefully, you know, I was saying to Caesar at the beginning this podcast before we started recording it that. Um, you know, just like when we get together with some guys sitting out and talk some shopping we're going to get some, some other trainers in here male and female and I'm hoping that uh, Cesar's going to come back in the future to be a part of that panel and just individual because obviously, you know, Caesar's a great guy easy to talk to, man, and I'm sure we could Thank have a lot you, more conversations. Thank you, you too, brother. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of We Are I Talk to you soon.